The Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. We are the people of God, called by His name, called from the down and delivered from shame. One holy race saves everyone because of the blood of Christ. Jesus, we are the people of God, singing like He believing. We are the people of God, called by His name, and delivered from shame. One holy rain, because of the blood of Christ. Jesus, the Son. Clap your hands for the Lord. Can we all rise to our feet and share with the prayer? Let us stand to our feet and pray as we receive the word of God. Please, I would ask every one of us here, let's give honor to whom honor is due. And we are here because of Christ and because of the Holy Spirit. Let's honor him. And as we stand to our feet and pray that this morning God's word will affect and influence our lives. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much for this beautiful time in your house. How good and pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. For that is where you command your blessing. We honor you indeed for the resurrection day as we remember the day that the powers of Satan were broken permanently. The day that every agenda of the enemy was brought low. The day that every darkness was thrown out of our lives. The day that our Savior resurrected from the dead. To help to give us power over death and over sickness. We honor you for every life here today. We submit ourselves to you and to your will. Minister to every soul and be glorified. I pray that your word will affect and influence everyone that is here today. Let your word bring restoration. Let your word bring healing. Let your word bring deliverance. Let your word bring salvation. Do what you can do in our lives. And do what you are good at doing. Changing lives and restoring lives. We give you thanks and we give you praise. In Jesus' name. And everybody shouted your loudest, Amen. Before you take your seats, I want you to move with 12 people and wish them Happy Resurrection Sunday. 12 people. Everybody move out of your chair. Move out. 12 people. 12 people at least. Move out of your chair, wish them, wish them happy resurrection Sunday.
destiny. Happy Resurrection Sunday, divine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. If you believe that Jesus is alive, give the Lord a loud shout of praise. Let your voice go high. One more time. One more time. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Fantastic. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Amen. I said amen. I'm excited this morning because we are remembering the greatest act that was done for, our, for us. Uncovery. Amen. This is called Greater Love. There's a song that the choir will let. Choir, you, you, you are fantastic. Please clap for our choir. Clap for our choir. It's becoming, you are moving high, 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 high. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's a simple song that uh, somebody composed. Greater love has no man. That this love, Jesus Christ, laid down his life for us all. Your mother may love you, your father may love you, but none can die for you. Ooh. <laughs> Please clap for me, I'm doing well, I tell you. <laughs> Your boyfriend may love you, your girlfriend may love you, but none can die for you. The love, love of Jesus. Your boyfriend will never die for you. Your girlfriend will never die for you. They say they love you, but none can die for you. But the love, love of Jesus, the love, love of Jesus, the love, love of Jesus so says all. There's nothing that can be compared to the love of Jesus. Amen. Last time, is everything okay? Is everything okay? Alright. Now, the last um, last two, uh, Friday, my wife read a very important poem. It's called The Incomparable Christ. Can you read it for us again? Please. The Incomparable Christ. Christ that cannot be compared. So I will ask her to come up and read it for us. And then we will carry on with the word. The incomparable Christ. Hallelujah. The incomparable Christ. More than 2,000 years ago, there was a man born contrary to the laws of nature. He laid aside his purple robe for a peasant's tunic. He was rich, yet for our sake he became poor. This man lived in poverty and was raised in obscurity. He received no formal education and never possessed wealth or widespread influence. 
he never traveled extensively. He seldom crossed the boundary of the country in which he lived. But this man's life has changed the course of history. In infancy, he startled the king. In childhood, he amazed religious scholars. In manhood, he ruled the course of nature, walked on stormy sea waves, and hushed the raging sea to sleep. He healed multitudes without medicine and made no charge for his services. He never practiced psychiatry, yet he has healed more broken hearts than all the doctors far and near. He never wrote a book, yet his life has inspired more books than any other man. He never wrote a song, yet he has furnished the theme for more songs than all songwriters combined. He never founded a college, but all the schools put together cannot boast of having as many students. He never marshaled an army. He never drafted a soldier or fired a gun. Yet no leader ever had more rebels surrender to him without a shot fired. Herod could not kill him. Satan could not seduce him. His enemies could not destroy him. The grave could not hold him. After three days, he rose from the dead, alive forevermore. He is the ever-perfect one. He is the Christ, the Son of the living God. This man stands forth upon the highest pinnacle of heavenly glory, proclaimed by God, acknowledged by angels, adored by his people, and feared by demons as the risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, come on, put your hands together for the Lord. The risen Savior. Hallelujah. He is the risen Savior. I like the last part. It's beautiful. Amen. Demons acknowledge him. Feared by demons. You said what? The man stands forth upon the highest pinnacle of heavenly glory. Proclaimed by God. Acknowledged by angels. Adored by his people. And feared by demons. As the risen Lord and Savior. May he be the savior of our lives. I didn't hear your loudest amen. Wonderful. I'm preaching for a very short time. Just a few announcements and then I'll share with you briefly and then we'll be out of here. Number one, um, next week is our special launching day. Amen. Oh, you should be clapping your hands. In this church, we like clapping and we like shouting. We like dancing. We like celebrating. This is not a cemetery. It's a church. Tell your neighbor you are not in a cemetery. I said, tell your neighbor you are not in a cemetery. You are in church. So don't be afraid to shout for the Lord. You know, in cemetery, everything is fixed, isn't it? No two moves away. Everybody, there's order in cemetery. But in church, there's order by there's rejoicing and excitement. Give the Lord another shout of praise. Some of you, some of you, when you come to church, the way your face looks, you look, your face is long, twisted, twisted, contorted. I mean, we don't know where you are going. What a shock. May, may God bring joy into your life. Anyway, so next Sunday is our lunch. And I want everyone 
to everybody's inviting, bringing, not inviting. The difference between inviting and bringing, isn't it? Jesus gave a story in Luke chapter 14 of the man who went out there and brought, um, the man was supposed to, had a party. And he, those who invited could not come. So he told the servant, go and bring them. So the difference between inviting and bringing. Tell neighbor, there's a difference. Tell neighbor, there's a difference. Tell there is a difference. It's a marriage. There's a difference between inviting and bringing. Amen. So we are bringing. We are not inviting. Bringing 12 people. Everybody is bringing. Each person is bringing 12 people. Somebody say 12. Your voice, your voice is on admission or something. Say 12. All right. You are bringing 12 people to church. Next Sunday. Now, very important. Number two. It's a special, it's a very special. We're expecting 1,000 people in the church. Let those who have faith say amen. It's going to be super. Mama Helena, it's going to be super. Beautiful. So, that's what is going to happen. Um, we have t-shirts. We have, um, where is Pastor Ken and those with the uh, things? Right. We have t-shirts. If you have your own decent, new or almost new t-shirt, they can print the name on it for you for only 200 naira. Normally, it's, they charge about 1,000 naira, but if you can, then if you don't have a t-shirt at all, the t-shirts cost 1,700. But if you have your own t-shirt, want us to print any color, want us to print the name, the logo on it, it can be, um, yeah, all right. Stand in the middle. Stand, stand here. Open the map. Open the map. All right. Okay. Are they beautiful? Can you see on this side as well? All right. And this side, all of you. So this t-shirt is what thousand seven hundred. But if you have your own t-shirt also, you see this. I almost said ugly. This handsome pasta. Please, if you see this handsome pasta. He's going to print it for you for only 200 naira. You're going to wear them on Sunday. Open some more. Any color you have. But our church original colors will be purple, uh, sorry, um, gold and uh, what? Orange. Beautiful. We are going to give out uh, scarves and Victoria, yes, come and help us. All right? All of you should hold them. Yeah. Just hold. Just come and hold one of them. Open them up so everybody can see. Right. That's what this is my international preacher. What a shock. Are you still here? Right. So these are the t-shirts. And if you are printing on them nicely, I believe it's going to be a beautiful time. Amen. So this, everybody is going to have one. Have it as a souvenir for yourself. Buy one, get one for the same price. <laughs> All right. If I say buy one, get one free. What a shock. <laughs> All right. So these are the t-shirts. Um, they are very, very beautiful. Amen. We are going to have a colorful service. This is a colorful church. Somewhere. Where have you been all these years? Father, may someone not backslide from today after this resurrection Sunday in Jesus' name. You will not backslide again, I tell you. I will not allow you to backslide. <laughs> what a shock. Okay, so this is it. Everything by prayer church, EPC. 
And some of them written it back, it is supernatural. I see supernatural things happening in your life. All right, keep standing there. Now, this is the fabric that Kara for the also the occasion. So you can also get two yards of this. Sew anything. You can sew uh, top, trousers, boxer shorts, but you can't wear boxer shorts to change. What a shock. <laughs> All right, but now um, you can buy two, two yards. Is how much? 700 only. Can you imagine? For two yards and sew it, wait, bring it to church and see this uh, Pastor Ken. He's from the East. East people like money, so he's from the East. So please see him and uh, after service, and then take two yards and sew something beautiful for next Sunday. I believe that everybody can manage to have. Ah, is that Esther and um, Edith? Where were you when the car was singing? Where is Shogma? Good to see you. Anyway, right. So, please make sure you have it. Choristers, ushers, everybody in the church. Buy some, buy some for your children, buy some for your family. And let's have a great celebration time next Sunday. Say amen again. Thank you very much. Please go back to your seats. Thank you. Pad. They should order t-shirts first. They always said, all right. Okay. So the t-shirts, where do they get them from? They get them from Pastor Peter. All right, and then the cloth from the man from the east. <laughs> the wise men came from the east with gifts. Right. After service, we have placards and uh, can I have a placard or two from the room where Pastor James, you are. We are marching from here to the locust on about proclaiming the name of Jesus. Some people are ashamed about Jesus Christ. People are not ashamed when they drink about the number of beer bottles of beer they drink. But you are ashamed of Jesus Christ. We are marching through from here all the way to state locust area. Maybe we can even go to federal locust, all the areas. Lifting our banners. Say amen. We have a number of them. Behind it is the, is a, this is the logo of the church. This is, these are writings. Alright? So we are all going, including everybody. Tell your neighbor, including you in particular. If I hold the person's ear and put it and say, you are the one the man is talking to. Hey, miracle, hold his ear and tell him, you are the one the man is talking to. Amen. I'm leading you myself. Amen. We are all walking to all the way, singing and celebrating the resurrection of the Lord and also inviting people for the program on Sunday. Is it exciting? Do you feel excited about what God is doing? Isn't it nice to see you holding a banner proclaiming Jesus as Lord? It's a beautiful message. Amen. So wonderful. God, all of you, and um, these are the announcements for today. Adams, are you awake? Fantastic. Wonderful. Well, we are blessed. So I have just a few minutes to share with you and then, because we walk on the street, we close early. Say, I'm so happy to see you. What a blessing. Thank you for coming. And man, thank you all. What a blessing to have all of you come to visit us and be with us in the service. God is gracious and God is with us. Today is Resurrection Day. I thought someone would shout amen. And I want you to look at a passage of scripture 
very briefly, and um, I'm sure the message we saw earlier on as our bishop was preaching, you know, like what we saw, there were, like I said, more than 120,000 people were gathered, they all from our churches in a crowd gathered, and all over the world, watching and viewing together, and I believe that it was it's a blessed time. Now look, so I'm preaching for a very short time. Look at Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28. Verse 5, 6, and 7. Matthew 28, verses 5, 6, and 7. Okay. I would like everybody to join me and read. It's on the screen. So join me and let's all read loud and clear. Disturb everybody apart from yourself. Everybody should attempt to read it and read it. Disturb everybody apart from yourself. So Matthew 27 from verse number 5 and 6 and 7. Shall we go? Okay, okay, okay. I can't hear you at all. Let's start. Ready, go. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye see Jesus, which was crucified. Verse 6. He is not here. Tell somebody, he is not here. Hallelujah. Let's continue reading. For he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. The next verse. Let's all agree. Ready, go. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. Clap your hands for the Lord. For this beautiful passage. Bible is making us to see an experience that these women had. They were looking for him. They were they had gone to Bible talks about Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. They've gone to the place where Jesus lay. I told you on Friday that, you see, I see some of you going to Israel to visit the place where Jesus was buried. If you didn't say amen, you are ex excluding yourself. May you be included in those who travel to Israel and come back. Amen. One day we organize, you, you, you watch it, one day we organize a pilgrimage to Israel. Our church, we organized uh, some time ago, we had more than about 600 people. We all went to Israel just to tour the places. We went to a uh, place where he was born. We also went to the carpentry shop where Jesus learned how to make chairs and coffins because he was a carpenter. What a shock. Went to the, 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 that, that place, Cana, the place where he turned water into wine. We went there. They showed that they showed us the pot. I hope it was true. They showed the pot that the water was in that was turned into wine. I've been to these places five times by the grace of God. And then they also we went to several other places. But the one of the most exciting places is to the place where he was buried. 
beautiful place. It was the, 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 it's like a room. The, the, the sepulchre is like a room where you enter. You can actually walk into it. And then it's a whole room. It's like a room into the water or something. I mean, it's a room. What a shock. And then you walk in there. Um, so they carried the coffin, put uh, the place where it, it was laid. Beautiful. So us, and, and Bible is making us to see here that the, these two ladies, Mary Magdalene and Mary that, and this other Mary, all, they went looking for the body of Jesus. Because they knew that he had been buried there. But the Bible says that when they got there, they saw an angel. The, 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 the whole place was glowing with light. Bible says, verse 2, And behold, there was a great earthquake, and the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And I see angels visiting you this season. May you have angelic encounters in your life. Am I talking to anybody here? Now listen. Now the Bible says, the women were afraid, when they, were, they feared greatly. Verse 4. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake the angel and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. I know that the, 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 the security were afraid and, and they were trembling. But when the angel saw this woman, he said, he, he told, Don't be afraid. I know why you are here. God knows why you are here. Am I talking to anybody here? And he said, Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid at all. You are looking for Jesus that was crucified. He is not here. This is the greatest phrase concerning our faith. You know, the reason for which the women had gone was to put spices and do all sorts of things and to check on the body of Christ. Thank God for women. Women are special. Let every lady say amen. When the men had locked themselves up there, the women said, we'll go and find the body of our, 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 our master. So they went out there. And the Bible says that the angel told them, he is not here. These four words, he is not here. It's what changes history. It's what changes destinies of men. I'm telling you today as we sit in church and hear the word of God that the resurrection story changes everything. Not just the crucifixion, but the resurrection. Because remember that Jesus was not the only person crucified. Is that, is that Sister Deborah? Wow, good to see you. Resurrection morning. It is not only Jesus who was crucified. There were thieves who were crucified on each side. So in those days, it was not only Jesus who was crucified. Every major criminal, like Prophet was saying earlier on, 
that the, the way you to be sentenced to death is to be crucified. The way they, they, don't, they didn't shoot at that time, they didn't have a little chair, they had a cross that they were hanging on. I remember years ago, I did a case in court when I was working as a lawyer where um, the man that we were defending was supposed to have killed somebody on his farm and all that and so on. At the end of the trial, there were jury, seven of them. So the, 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 the judge asked them, gave them instruction that after you have heard all the evidence and, the, and all the, everything that they, whatever I mean, has said and the defense counsel and all of them, go out and come back with your verdict. So the seven of them went out. And then after about one hour, they came back and the judge asked them, do you have unanimous verdict? They say, yes, our verdict is unanimous. So the foreman of the jury, the, the leader of the uh, jury, they got, got up and said, our decision, after listening to this man, the lawyers, listening to the prosecutors, and all the evidence that have been adduced, our judgment, our conclusion is that the man is guilty of murder. And so, he was supposed to, and so the judge's duty was to sentence this man to death. So the judge went on, said, said a few things, said that by, because of, by, by the verdict of the jury, this man is sentenced to death by firing squad. But then, when he was sent to prison, the conviction of firing squad was, was changed into life imprisonment. So it was supposed to, and when you go to the prison where they keep these people, it's a ghost on life imprisonment or they're dead forever. It's a very dark place. No, almost no windows there, high walls, just a few, I mean, up there that you can see the ray of sun, and they stay there almost the rest of their lives. I don't know where the man is now. This was several years ago, but he was sentenced to death. And he was supposed to be in prison forever. Now, in this particular encounter, how many of you are still in church? How many of you are hearing me? The place is too quiet. I, am I talking to everybody here? Now, in this particular case, Jesus was crucified with thieves, one on the right and one on the left. So, if the story ends there with crucifixion, then Jesus is equal to the thieves. Say, preach, bishop, preach. Because I'm saying to you, Auntie Cynthia, like there was a thief to the right. Thief, come. Thief, come. Where's the second thief? You don't want to come. You don't want to come. And another thief. No, uh, yes, yes, yes. When you look at the thief, come, come and stand by my right side. So you see these two thieves. One day a man was dying. And the man said, he wants two people to come to the hospital. He called for his pastor and then his lawyer. And when they came, he said, once you stand on my right, one on my left. And the doctor said, why are you doing that? He said, I want to die between two thieves. Hmm. God should forgive that man. Anyway. Hello, are you in church? Are you still in church? So look at these two thieves. So this was crucified. This was crucified. And Jesus also, three of us were crucified. So if the story ends with crucifixion, then me, Jesus, I'm like these two. Because all of us are crucified. Am I talking to you? You understand what I'm saying? If the story ended there, if that, that was the conclusion, that was the last chapter, then Jesus and the thieves are the same. And therefore, there's no difference for our faith. 
There's no basis for our faith. I'm preaching now, I tell you. I said there's no basis for our faith. Because my savior is just like a thief who was crucified and died. This thief died. This thief was and Jesus also died. But bless God on the third day. We never heard that the thief resurrected. We never heard that the thief But we heard the story. I'm preaching, I'm preaching, I'm preaching. Can I talk to somebody here? Can I talk to somebody here? The angel said, He is not here. He is not here. Somebody shout, He is not here. I can't hear your voice. Shout like the way you quarrel. Shout. He is. One more time. One more time. One more time. For the last time. Ah, I can't you tell somebody here. The grave is empty. The grave is empty. He is not lying in the grave. That is what gives us the basis of our faith. The faith is that Jesus is no more in the grave. Say, pre-bishop, preach. Say, pre-bishop, preach. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to you. Your loved ones may be dead and buried, but it's our savior. This is the basis. This is the basis of our faith. That's what makes Christ different from this thief and from this thief. Because those thieves, their grave was, their grave was occupied by Jesus' grave. Then he said, come and see. Come. Look there. The Bible says that the clothes that was used to cover him was folded. Jesus was not in a rush. When he got up, he said, I have time. Let me fold this clothes. Let me fold and put it on the side. Yay! Am I talking to anybody here? Some of you, even the bed you sleep on, you can't lay the bed. The bed she can't lay the bed. But Jesus said, I'm not rushing. I am in charge. I am in charge. I've gone to hell. I have come. Let me take my time. Fold the clothes and put it there. And he walked out. He wa- I see you walking out of every, every situation that trapped you in the name of Jesus. Can I preach to you for five more minutes? Can I tell you somebody here? The basis of our faith is that Jesus is no more here in the grave. Then he said, I know what you are looking for. I know you are looking for a dead man, but he's not dead. He, he has risen as he said. What a word. What a word. Are you still in church? I need no other arguments. I need no other plea. It is enough. That Jesus, it's enough that he died and he rose again for us. I pray for you that your faith will be strong. Your faith will be strong. Your faith, your faith should not end on the cross. Your faith is ending at the empty grave. What a blessing. The day when I walked into, into that place, when? When I walked into, into that, that place where they claim they buried Jesus. And we went and we took pictures. We took pictures. This is where he lay. This is the way Jesus we put our Savior here. They thought it was the end. The Bible says that they even covered with a stone 
They put a seal on it. The seal of the king. Nobody is going to touch it. No man can move it. But the angel came and said, move it now. And the angel actually pushed the stone. There's no stone in your life that cannot be rolled. May every stone that is blocking your blessing be rolled away in the name of Jesus. As I said, be rolled away in the name of Jesus. Some of you, you feel your destiny is sealed by the devil. You are going to be like this forever. You are going to stay in this condition forever. You are going to stay in this situation forever. But the same power that raised Christ from the dead, it dwells in you. May it quicken your mortal body. May your story change. I say, may your story change. May your destiny change. Shout your Lord and say, Amen. I'm preaching. What a word. When I say what a word, say what a preacher. What a word. What a word. I don't know where you come from. I don't know how your story has been. I don't know the difficulties you have had. But on this resurrection, I'm telling you here that your story will be different. Those who thought you'd be down there, they'll come and look for you and they'll say, he's no more here. He's no more down there. He's no more finished. He's no more in that grave. He is not here. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. They'll come and look for the poor people. So they all live here, but they say, she's not here. She has moved out of here. I see your situation changing. I see your story changing. I see glory coming on your life. I see people looking where they cannot find you, where they thought you will be. He's not here. He's not here. He's not here. He's not here. Kato Shakabahataya. Rako Taliri Mohabataya. Mazumbra Kafandiri Bahataya. Your destiny is changing. Your destiny is changing. What a word. What a word. I just sit here. Your destiny is changing. He's not here. He's not here. You are going look at those who are sick. You are not there. That is not your lucky. That is not your place anymore. I see God changing your place by His power. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in you. Can I preach to you? Can I tell you somebody here? Give me time. Tell your neighbor, give me time. When you're looking for me, tell when you're looking for me, you will not find me where the devil thinks I will be. <laughs> tell him my story is changing. And he said, my story is changing. I will not be here forever. I declare my destiny is changing. When you're looking for me, you will not find me in the grave. You will not find me among the poverty people. When you're looking for me, you will not find me among the downtrodden. When you're looking for me, you will not find me among the fornicators. When you're looking for me, you will not find me among the thieves. When you're looking for me, you will not find me among the useless people. I will not be here. I will not be here. Give the Lord a shout. He is not here. 
he is not here. Dead people live here, but he is not dead. Therefore, he is not here. Failures live here, but you are not going to live here because you are not a failure. Oh, what a way. What a way. Godwin, they will not find you. They will come to the place where they think you will be. They will come to the place where they think you should be. Some people think that they hold the keys to your destiny. Am I preaching to anybody here? Some people think that they hold the keys, the master key to your life. It's like we are determined that he will stay in this condition forever. But I see an angel being sent into your life to roll away that soul. To roll away that soul. To roll away that soul. Am I talking to anybody here? Is anyone receiving the word of God today? My God. Your boss thinks that your promotion is in his hands. But the, your boss has not read the Bible. He said promotion doesn't come from the east. It doesn't come from west. It doesn't come, it comes from the Lord. May God bypass your boss and promote and lift you up in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm telling you something, said that here. Nobody can determine your future. They may know your past. They may know your present. But nobody knows your future. What a way. Miracle, stand up. Look at this short boy in the university. I don't know why he didn't call it the chaos. But anyway, look at Miracle here. My friend Miracle. You see, some people feel that without them, you will never do well. I'm not talking to anybody here. Some people feel they don't open the door for you. You stay in prison forever. But you see, I'm telling miracle. Your future. See, some may know your past. All the bad things you have done. So when they're looking for bad people, they'll come and look for the area where bad people are. But they will not find miracle. Right? They will not find miracle. He is not here. He is not here. Today you are not returning to your bad life. You are not returning to your defeated life. Not returning to the place. You are not returning to the grave. You are not going to be there anymore. I release you from that prison. I release you from that security place. I release you to go free and serve the Lord. Clap your hands and give a shout of praise. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I don't know your background. Maybe you came from, came from a very difficult home. Through problems and issues. And people think that that is how you will be because your great-grandfather, your grandfather, your father, all of them were in this condition. But you be an exception. May you be an exception in your family. Exception in your tribe. Exception among your siblings. Exception among your colleagues. May God change your location. May God change your location. Say, I will not be here again. Am I talking to anybody here? Am I preaching to anybody here? Today is resurrection day. 
the same power that raised Christ from the dead, that power dwells in you. May it quicken your body. May it stir you up. May it bring life into you. Shout yes. Come on, shout yes. Shout yes. Your story is changing. Get off your chair and tell some people, my story is changing. My story is changing. Tell them, my story is changing. 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 I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you still here? Your hope is not lost. I said your hope is not lost. If has not resurrected. Keep standing. I'm just finishing now. Keep standing. If Christ has not resurrected, I tell you, our preaching will be useless. Our preaching will be in vain. Paul said that. What is the point in our preaching? Mama Naomi, can you believe it? If Christ has not resurrected, what is the point in preaching? What is the point in coming to church? But our preaching is so useless. May you be, I, I preach today, I'm preaching today to encourage somebody's heart. I'm encouraged, I, you came here to hear a word. And I'm encouraging you, that where you find yourself, I see the chains falling apart, and I see you coming out in the name of Jesus. Shout amen again. My preaching is so useless. As our preaching is not useless, if Christ has not resurrected, our faith will be blind. Our faith will be blind. We will not know where we are going. If Christ has not resurrected, our hope will be lost. If Christ has not resurrected, our serving God will be useless. You have given up many things to serve God. When you see somebody serving God, you don't know what the person has given up in serving God. I'm telling you. You don't have sacrifices people have made in serving God. If Christ has not resurrected, Bible says, then we are of all men most to be pitied. We are of all men miserable. But we are not miserable. We are not sad. We are not depressed. We are not confused. We don't feel down. Because we know our Christ is alive. Shout yeah! Shout yeah! Today, may every tear in your eyes be, be wiped away. Today, may every soul in your heart be turned into joy. Today, where you find yourself and you don't seem to, you feel depressed. Somebody is in church this morning. You feel very down and depressed. Today, the resurrected life is in your life. May every depression live your life now in Jesus' name. 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 Are you still here? Makota Shabahataya. I speak into your life. I prophesy to you today. The resurrection life is your life. I say divine exchange. God is taking away. Where's your phone? America, where's your phone? What phone is this? It's not bad. Where's your phone, sir? 
Where's your phone? It's not bad. Where's your phone? It's not bad. Where's your phone? Where I want to see the bad phones. Look at Blessing's phone. This phone, look at it. They sell it for 1500 1500 this phone. What a shock. But they said, can you imagine if I take your phone? I said, take my phone. But it is locked, so you can't use it. It's locked. Can you imagine? I've taken her phone and I've given her my phone. Today, there's a divine exchange. God is taking your life and giving you a life of Christ. A life of victory. A life of success. A life of breakthrough. A life of favor. A life that will take you high. In the name of Jesus. Receive divine exchange in your life. Your story becoming different. Lift your two hands up high. Begin to thank the Lord right now. Begin to thank the Lord right now. Every one of you. Begin to thank the Lord. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Makonderi Boshiki Bahata. Maramdu Kabamiri Bahata. Mazunduri Bahandorobo Kabami. Reita Kubali Basha. Mahamdi Kibato Fandiri Bahata. Oh, lift your hands up to him. Lift your hands up to him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. You are not destined to fail. You are not destined to live in sin. You are not destined to walk in darkness. You are destined to walk in the brightness of God. You are destined to walk in the glory of God. Malundo Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you physically you are changing your location. Say amen. I said your story, where you are now, is not your permanent residence. Am I talking to anybody here? There was a time I used to live in a house. The house I used to live in, they used to sell rice and then uh, soup or rice and beans or whatever it is. Early morning, they will make rice behind my window. My room was like from this corner, this place, like this. This was my room. And they used to sell rice and beans behind, and they, in the house, they used to cook behind my window. And they'll start cooking at 3.30 a.m. So as I'm there, I could hear smoke. I could feel smoke enter my room like that. I said, hey, what a shock. By 4 o'clock, my, whole, my room is like a glory cloud. The whole place is full of smoke. 
You can't even breathe. So every day, four o'clock, I have to go out and attempt and pray, I'm praying. Because I can't stay in the room. The place was dark and, and thick of smoke. Every day I had running stomach. I had running nose. Every day. Because of the smoke all the time. But one day God blessed me. I bought a land. I built a house. I moved to my house. I'm not talking to anybody here. And then some people were looking for me. They went to the old house and they said, He is not here again. I see your story changing. I see your story changing. I see your story changing. God will change your address. God will change your address. God will change your location. God will change your status. God will change your level. Shout yeah! I'm preaching. As a pastor, Mr. Mary, I tell you something, I've dedicated many houses of my church members. And I say here in Joss, I'll be dedicating houses. I'll be dedicating cars. I'll be dedicating people at new levels of their lives. Say, I receive it. God will change your story. Clap your hands and give the Lord a shout of praise. I'm telling you something. As long as I'm a pastor, I'm your pastor. I will ensure by the grace of God that it becomes history. That thing becomes history. It will be part of the I used to be. I used to be. But now it has changed. Great change since I make a great change since I make a great change Upon again, there's a great chance. She's upon again. Come on, sing it. There's a great chance. She's upon again. There's a great chance. She's upon again. The things I used to do, the things I used to do, I do them. The place I used to go, the place I used to go, I go there no more. The gates I used to chase, the gates I used to chase, I take them no more. And the great chase is upon again. May you receive great change in your life today. Come on, shout it, man. You know something? God is telling me something that I, I need to say before I end. There's somebody here. You are held to smoking, tobacco, and other things. I just saw it in the realm of the spirit. Today marks the end of that thing. I'm saying there's somebody here. It's been a hold on your life. Listen, very seriously. I'm very sure God just dropped my spirit. There's somebody here. Tobacco and other drugs. I hold on your life today. May that habit be broken in your life. You are not going back there anymore. You are not going back there anymore. You are not going back there anymore. They'll go to where you and your friends used to be and they'll say he's no more here. They'll go to where you used to sit and smoke weed and they'll say he is not here. Nobody will come and look for you at that place anymore. Your story is changing now. Father, I bless your children and I bless your people. 
take control of our lives. Do new things in our lives. Oh yes. Those four words that change destinies. May those be applied in our lives also. May they be applied in our lives also. Father, I thank you. I give you praise. I give you glory for today. Now every head bowed and every eye closed. Head is bowed, your eyes are closed. Before I sit, I would like to invite you to make a special dedication of your life to Christ. Somebody invited you and you came. Somebody said, let's go and you came to church. But you are not sure your name is written in heaven. Let me tell you, friends, as you all stand here, there's a place where you should not be found. And that place is hell. There's a place where you should never, never be found. That place is hell. Today, if you will take a step and make Jesus the Lord of your life, if you will take a step and take God seriously, your name will be written in the book of life. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. When you say, Bishop, I need God in my life. I know I'm a sinner. I've done many wrong things. But this Sunday morning, I want Jesus to come into my heart. If you're here, you need Jesus in your heart. Lift up your right hand and I shall pray for you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. your hands. Let it go high in your head. Please, don't leave here without taking the decision. Lift your right hand up high. You need Jesus. You want to be born again. You need Jesus in your life. Lift up your right hand. I see so many hands. Don't look at anybody. It is you I'm talking to. You in particular. You are the one I'm talking to. Father, thank you for these hands lifted. I pray. We'll let today mark a day of a new beginning. Now, if I lift your right hand up high, I want to pray for you personally. Can you come to me right here? Just come. Come to me in the front here. Clap, clap for them as they come. Najiki. Oh, keep, keep clapping for them as they come. Yahoo. Come close. Come, come to me right here. Come to me right here. Now, those of you in front here, lift your hands with me and let's say this prayer. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Every one of us in front here. Just lift your hands up and let us say this prayer. The whole church, if you can join us, let's pray together. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. 
I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. I believe with all my heart. I believe with all my heart that Jesus died for me. That Jesus died for me. Dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life, I promise. I promise to serve you. To serve you. I promise. I promise to follow you. To follow you. I promise. I promise to walk with you. To walk with you the rest of my life. The rest of my life. Dear Jesus, dear Jesus, save me. Save me. Make me your child. Make me your child. Write my name, Write my name in, the book of life. in the book of life. From today, from today, my life belongs to you. My life belongs to you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. Hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let me pray for you, Father. Thank you for these wonderful lives. I pray for your blessing. I pray for your goodness. I pray that your hand of blessing will cover them. Let none of these ones ever fall away. But may they know you and serve you and walk with you the rest of their lives. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Look at me, all of you in front here now. The grown-ups, wait, wait, wait. The grown-ups, you all go to, please can you wave your hand? That is Lady Pastor Elsie, my wife. I want you to go with her. She will talk to you for a minute. Please don't give them too long, I beg you. For a few minutes. The rest, the, the rest of you, Messi, please take them to the side, the younger ones, and talk with them. Please, can you move this way? Yes. This way. This way. Clap for them as they go. Clap for them as they go. Oh, go ahead and clap for them as they go. Are you clapping your hands for these wonderful, wonderful lives? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Are you blessed you came to church? I didn't hear you. Are you blessed you came to church? Amen. They will come and look for you and they will not find you. You have moved. I said you have moved from a lower level to a higher level. Amen. I see you moving in Jesus' name. The story will be beautiful. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. All right, let's just wrap up the service and then we'll be out of here in a couple of minutes. But I believe that this is an important message for everybody here. God sent me to you in particular. And I believe that I've spoken to you and I pray that these words will come to pass in your life. Say amen again. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Right. Um, we, like I said, we're going to be moving. When we, if we finish the service, we'll stand out there, use up, take pictures on a placard, and then go out on the streets to proclaim Christ and share um, flyers and all that and prepare ourselves for this great occasion. Amen. And then also, yeah, several things. But let's take our tithes and our offerings. Now, if you remember that I, I, last Sunday, is it a Sunday ago? Last Sunday or two Sundays ago? No, last Sunday I said with you, the form would bless people in the church. Those who are the festival, those who serve. Am I right? Number two, those who minister. Number three, those who, who win souls. And number four, those who give. 
you know, four most blessed people in church. Those who serve, those who minister, those who bring souls, and those who give. These are the four most blessed. May you be among the blessed people in church. And everybody should practice the habit of honoring God in your tithe. Pray your tithe. Honor God in your, in your tithe. And I believe God will bless you. If you don't have the physical money, 